0: small business entrepreneurship self-employed in a world filled with buzzwords and clout chasing you might find yourself desensitized by these monikers but as you join me in this series where i sit down with local small business owners and discuss their passions and missions you'll see that entrepreneurship will take on many unique forms and personalities this is small business big heart on Cooler Conversations. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Cooler Conversations. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley. Today is another episode of the Small Business Big Heart. It's actually Friday. We normally do this on Tuesday, but today is a special episode I am joined by Katie Page, who owns the North Carolina's only, or the Triad's only, kids and family yoga studio, Wren's Nest, with the mission to empower the next generation to live an authentic life. This is Katie Page. Hey, Katie.
1: What's up? Hey, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Tyler. Thank you so much for having me a part of, of your amazing podcast. I'm happy to be here today.
0: I am so happy to have you. Um just to kind of get a general understanding for people, because I know, like I said, I normally do the small business thing on Tuesdays, but COVID-19 has hit you guys pretty hard, and
1: Yeah, it definitely, um, it's definitely been um, an interesting four months. Um, we were hit hard with um, closing the business on March 15th. Um, you know, just thinking that it would be for a couple of weeks and we quickly pivoted and offered classes on zoom um and then of course we saw that this is lasting much longer than what we all originally thought um i even i even got covid um you know my husband was furloughed without pay for two months so i mean we our family really has you know like been through it and even in saying that it's been some of the it's been a time where like the miraculous has happened and we have um grown stronger together we've been able to just tap into new levels of joy and um and really just giving opportunity for the community to come around us and um just love on us like with their support and prayers and it's been it's been incredible you know to see that um to see the the generosity the kindness the resiliency that we you know as humans and as um as a community that we get to um, get to do, you know, during this time.
0: Yeah. Um, So right now you have the fundraiser, expect a miracle, but like before you get, before we get into the fundraiser, um, a lot of people don't, I don't think they fully comprehend what it's like, especially during this time because a lot of things are being said. Um, What is that general experience of, you know, closing a business like at that time, like, what is that decision? What's in the decision process? Because obviously, it's not an easy one to make.
1: Right. Well, you know, um, so right before this all happened, I actually was in California for the Baptiste Global Summit. And we were in Ojai, California, um, on this beautiful mountain. And it's just this amazing time for the um, affiliate studios to co- come together and the Baptiste certified teachers to come together. and. I look back at that time, and I see how it was such a like divinely orchestrated moment for all of us to come together, um, like before everything you know happened with the pandemic, and actually the day that Ren's Nest became the first Baptist affiliate kids and family yoga studio. So there's there's two hundred affiliate studios around the world, and Ren's Nest is the first kids and family yoga studio in the world, um, which is really amazing. And we did that on March 11th, 2020, which also happened to be the same day that there was a world pandemic that was declared. And, um, you know, at the time we didn't even have access to cell phones. So I didn't even know that like that was happening. And, um, I just see that it was just like, it was meant to be, you know? And so we, um, got back I got back from California that Friday it was March 13th and and then I just knew like we are going to need to pivot and this was even before shutdowns were happening um but I was in such a space of collaboration creation um really just being like how can we serve people for such a time as this and so um it was kind of, it was fast, you know, like we, uh, on Saturday, I made the choice that we're going to close the studio um, and we're going to take everything to zoom. And by Monday, that Monday, the 16th, I think it was um, we were up and running with um, a full, you know, full classes for the community um, with, with our kids and family yoga classes. Uh, So we started, I think that week with like 10 classes. The next week we offered 22 classes We were able to offer sound journeys, and um, we also did some amazing work with the Baptiste Foundation, with Africa Yoga Project. So it was this special time for our community to really come together in this time. You know, if you remember, it was very isolating, right? Like, we're all, like, stay at home, um, not able to really... There was so much that was unknown, you know? and yet here in the midst of all of that we were creating community connection we were up to something bigger than ourselves as a collective as a collective community and that just brought a lot of life and energy um into my heart into our family and um it was it was awesome and um you know, unfortunately, I like five weeks into COVID um, or into the pandemic, I got diagnosed with COVID. So um, I was sick for four weeks. And, wow. um, and I, I, you know, thankfully was able to um, heal at home. And I did that. I, I removed everything off of my calendar. I mean, the whole intention, the focus was just like creating vibrant, abundant health. And, um, and that's what I did, you know, I juiced and took care of my body and I rested and just, um, and got better, you know, got better. Um, even, even though it was (laughs) incredibly challenging and challenging for weeks. And when I came out of that, this was near the end of May. And, um, I really saw, you know, I think part of what happened even and why, um, I got sick, was just that it, it's a lot to juggle, right? You know, like you said, like it's closing down the space, still having all of the overhead. Um, my daughter, who's five years old, is now home. So I'm homeschooling her while running a business, teaching all of these classes, um, organizing these like amazing fundraisers for that, um, ba- you know, or partnering with people to organize like the fundraisers for Baptiste Foundation and AYP. and. Um, you know, I just, my immune system ran down from, I think, you know, just stretching myself a little too thin and, um, and I got sick. So I, um, chose for the summer that we, you know, we would just like give space, you know, like one, um, knowing that, (laughs) you know, for one, I think kiddos and families, they're really not wanting to be on zoom right now. Yeah. Like they want to be out and about and the pools were opening. And so it was like, you know, let's like give the summer a beat, you know, and then we can um, come back like in the fall to offer programming. And so that was the vision. That's what we were moving towards. And, um, and, then you know it's like as each month is going by, um, you know, at the end of June, that's June twenty sixth was the original um, deadline, or you know, like the end of phase two. Yeah. So it was like, okay, let's see what happens. Like, let's see if we move into phase three, because as as you know, with phase two yoga studios are not allowed to be open. So even like when I'm saying, you know, Hey, let's give it a beat. It's like, I I legally cannot open my business right now under the phase two orders. So, um, so it was like, let's see what's going to happen. And then of course, phase two got extended. I remember having a conversation with my landlord at that time, you know, just to see like, what can we do? Because it's good. This is a lot, you know, to keep like having to having these overhead expenses with no revenue coming in since March. Um, And my landlords are amazing people. Um, They're incredibly generous. And I'm so grateful to be able to um, have Rens Nest at Savannah West in Burlington. Um, The Wilson family, they're incredible, incredible people. And, um, you know, they were able in May and in June, they extended to the community um where rent was forgiven for May and June. So that actually allowed Ren's Nest to stay open for like if we didn't have that, we would have closed sooner because wow. there was just no way, you know what I mean? That we yeah. would have been able to to pay um the expenses with not generating revenue. And so now it was coming to a point where we're coming up onto July and um, you know, at this point, a lot of the businesses now can open, you know, but yoga studios are still not able to. So the, um, the banks were not forgiving loans, right? So like, where the bank was able to offer that in May and June to our landlords and our landlords extended that to the business tenants, right? Like now it's like, okay, no, rent needs to is due for July and, and onwards. And so I was just, like, really praying about it and seeking um, mentors and people that are um, business savvy and, you know, people that I trust and respect um, and just letting them know, like, this is what I'm facing right now. Like, I don't even know when I can open my doors again. I'm paying, you know, full overhead not generating any revenue we have no idea when we can open like what what are what do you think you know and of course everyone um it's my you know it's it's always my choice right you know Mm -hmm. And, um, and people were it was like the consensus of like it's time to let this go because it's so unknown because like you you just don't even know you know like to keep putting into a business like paying into a business where you can't even operate out of it and you don't know when you'll be operating out of it, um, it's time to like let it go. So I made the choice on Friday, July 17th, and I felt really clear like that it was time, you know, and, um, and we have this amazing possibility of so it's not like the business is closing. It would just have, have been that location, yeah, this really special location, you know, in Burlington that would have closed. And um, we have this um, guest home that we are going to be um, turning into a yoga studio as well. So that's coming like mid-September. And so the thought was, okay, we're going to close the Burlington space, our retail space, and we will... Um, you know, totally like we'll get the, the guest house ready and we'll do Ren's nest out of the guest home. And um, so that's how, you know, I shared it with our community, sent an email blast out, put it out on Facebook. And, um, and that's hard, you know what I mean? It's like, like, I mean, it even brings up like, you know, emotions for me now, like even thinking about like the time, the energy, the prayers, everything that went into that choice And I knew that I knew that I knew that that's like the right choice to make. And, um, I sent out the email, put out the Facebook, you know, post and Instagram post and, um, and it was just like, you know, hundreds of people reached out and, um, so many people just like, you know, I mean, expressing how sad they were, um, expressing how much they understood, you know, thanking us for like what we've, um, how we have served the community and what we've like contributed and um and how we've impacted their lives you know and and it and it was really beautiful like to be so um like to have such an outpouring of love you know yeah but I'm telling you what Tyler like that Friday night I could not sleep at all like it was like Like, for me, when I make choices, and even if they're difficult choices, like, whether it's, like, I'm letting go of this relationship, or I'm letting go of, like, this, um, you know, whatever it is that I'm invested into when I know that it's, like, time to let something go, when it's a difficult choice, I, like, make the choice, and I move forward, right? And I don't, like, second-guess myself. And But with this, it was not, that was not my experience. It was, like, I couldn't sleep on Friday night throughout the weekend I was doubting my like like doubting my decision um and just feeling like I don't know that I'm ready to like walk away from this you know and like and 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 give up on this space that we have created that's like so magical and special and just has been um you know, it's just been the space for the source of a lot of life and joy within our family and within so many families in the community. And, um, so Sunday we went to church and I sing on the worship team and I actually haven't sung in months because of like COVID. And I share this because it's a huge, it's a part of the story. And, um, I remember like being able to express myself in that type of like, it's like when I sing, I tap into another level of who I am. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a way that I'm able to express myself and just, um, yeah. And it just woke up, right. Like it just woke up life in me and possibility and um yeah it was it was it was powerful and and um and I'm grateful for that moment that I had and I really see that it was this like pivotal time um in this journey and so after church we went we had we went up to the studio and the whole intention of going to the studio was to like take inventory to take pictures to get like price points for what we were going to be selling everything um and we walked into this space and like immediately when I walked in, I just felt this sense of peace. And I have ever since we've taken over that space, which was January 1st of 2019, um, and we did, we gutted the place. And you, you guys were a part of that. Like the Smiley family was a part of all of that. It was it fun. Let me tell you what. It was, you guys were amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but I mean, so you know like you know what the space looked like, yeah. and um, it has been transformed, right? and there's there's such a, a, a like a presence of peace in that space. And so it's like right when I walked in, I' just felt this peace and um and I was just like, man, i I just can't imagine like not being here. and um. I started talking to Jeff and we kind of stepped out of the room from where Sophia Wren was. And, and I, you know, it was just like, I don't know that I can do this. Like, I don't know that I want to do this. And what are you feeling? What are you sensing? And, and Jeff was like, you know, for me, whenever he walks into to Wren's nest, he feels such a sense of pride yeah. because of um, all of the work, you know, everything that he's also poured into this space, you know, with, the demo with the build out everything, you know, it's like we built that place from the ground up. And, um, and so for him as well, it's like, it makes, makes me sad to think about like not having this anymore. Um, and it was happening so quickly because we were you know, supposed to be out of this space by July 31st. So we were literally like under two weeks, you know? Yeah. And so we just sat with that. And um, the next morning I woke up and I just knew I was like, I'm contacting our landlords. I'm going to ask if the space is still available because, you know, they had already put it out on the MLS and they had people interested in it. And, um, and if it is, I'm sending the rent for July and August. Like I, 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 this is what I'm doing. And so I reached out to Debbie Wilson and asked her, you know, is the space still available? And she said, yes. And I was, you know, said I'm sending you July and August rent. And she was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, I am 100 percent positive I want to do this, and she was like, awesome, thank you. And so that was that, and um, that was like a Monday, and I was kind of like, well, now what do I do? Like I just, <laughs> you know, yeah, announced to everyone that we're cl- that closing that space, and so I I just gave myself a few days, and I was like, it will come to me on on you know, how to share with the community that we actually have this space for another month and a half. We still don't know what's going to happen, but that like, this is our new vision. You know, this is like what we're doing and we're stepping out like big time in faith, you know, um, because we're choosing possibility. We're choosing hope, even when it doesn't make, (laughs) financial sense no, yeah. you know I mean? like, like we're gonna choose this because we want this and we want this not only for our families but we want this for all of the families and in, in the community and in the triad and because we are doing something we're up to something bigger than ourselves you know yeah. and so um so yeah last wednesday it was july 22nd and i was on facebook and uh you know how like the memories feed pops up And, um, the memory popped up that two years ago on this exact day. So July 22nd of 2018, I had just completed Baptiste yoga level two, which the theme of that training was expect a miracle. And, um, yeah, and that training had huge impact in my life, um, and it talks also about like your expression in the world, like how you show up in the world. And, um, and, uh, we had just gone through a, a year and a half journey of my dad who, um, had a really intense fight with cancer and he had just been declared, um, cancer free. And, um, and yet I went to this training and I, you know, I had so much to celebrate and I was, and then, but like what came up for me was grief, you know, cause it was like, for the past year and a half where I had stayed so positive, like through the whole thing, as my dad's going through chemotherapy, radiation, surgery, more chemotherapy, more radiation, it was like I had a safe space to finally like let go and to express and feel sadness for what like we had all just like gone through and specifically just watching what my dad had gone through. And so, um, this theme of expect a miracle really like I held on to it. And, um, so I was like, this is how I'm going to tell the story of Ren's nest. And this is how I'm going to tell our community about that. We have like, that we are expecting a miracle and that we have this space for another month and a half. And that this is our vision, you know, for what, what we have in store for the future and for the fall. And, um, you know, the, and in this email that I wrote, like I shared about, I shared about my dad's journey with cancer. And I shared about how less than a month after that training, you know, um, July 22nd, 2018, like less than a month, my dad, his cancer was back like full on. And at that point he was only given months to live, you know? And, um, and I, you know, I remember that like, I remember actually I was in Africa when my dad called me and told me that like he had gotten this news and it felt like I was sitting in the Marrakesh airport about to fly to Casablanca to visit some of my friends and then I I was on my way home right and um and he told me this news and I remember it felt like a lightning bolt that just went through like the top of my head all the way through my body and and it's just It was a lot, you know, like we had this moment here, here, I was sitting in Africa and he's in the United States telling me this. And so, um, I came home from that trip and I cleared everything off of my calendar. And my whole focus was like, I'm going to be home. I'm going to like, I I'm clearing my commitments, clearing everything. I'm home. I'm going to be spending time with you. And, um, and that's what I did. And we shared like the most beautiful, you know, months together, like me, my husband, Sophia Ren, my mom, my dad. And, um, and then, like, after maybe I don't know, that would have been and like, the, it would have been like the end of August, beginning of September that he called me and then in November, so however many months is that like three months, right? Um, yeah. So in November, all of a sudden this opportunity fell from the sky to open Wren's Nest at Savannah West, you know? And I remember thinking like, now is not the time to do this. (laughs) Like, My dad is like literally like months, you know, from is just in his final months. And, um, but I felt like so in my heart, like I felt life on this, you know? And, um, and so I took my parents out for tacos at Bendito Bodega in Greensboro and I can remember this so vividly we were sitting and chatting and I shared with them about the opportunity and what they said really surprised me because you know they both said like you know Katie this is your dream you know this is what you have been working towards for years and like now's the time you know and it was funny because my dad he's he has a great sense of humor, and he was like, you know, you're not the one dying; I am. You know? <laughs> like, like you need to live, like live, create, go. You know, like, yeah. he's Like, probably like ready to get me out of his hair. You know, like just go. Like, you know? So, um, so yeah, so that's how you know we we create we started creating Ren's nest like at Savannah West in the midst of my dad dying, and to create right like to create this dream and to watch my dream of Ren's nest like coming like being born right you know what i mean like seeing the studio space and also watching my dad die at the same time i don't even know that i can put words to that it's the full spectrum of emotions yeah. and um i feel honored that i got that opportunity i got that experience because most people don't like most people. I don't know. I mean, maybe people, maybe more people do, but I, I just found that you know that sorrow and joy go hand in hand, and you actually need both in order to, like, experience the depths of both of those emotions. You know, and oh, um, true, and so yeah, like my dad is woven into. Ren's nest um, and woven into the space in Burlington, and he was a part of it all. You know, like he he never actually uh, was well enough to go up to the studio space, but um, I, you know we took pictures and videos and we had stories and you know so he 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 saw it. He was a part of it. He helped with making decisions on like colors and uh, all of that. You know and. Um, helped navigating through challenges even in the midst of him dying he was you know he was like he was creating as well you know and um so yeah so I shared that story with everyone and I said so we're like we've Rins Nest has experienced a miracle and we are going to have the space and our vision is to open the space in September at Savannah West for kids camps and to partner with families with, um, you know, the remote learning, um, and and you know, and then and see what possibilities are created. And then even and even with that, we are also going to have the guest home in Greensboro. So now we actually get to serve, you know, both Guilford and Alamance County families. And so the you know the email was actually it was just to ask people like will you hold this vision with us because i do believe that when when we have unity like when we have a united vision for something and all of that energy is going towards that that's powerful you know what i mean like that's so powerful and so it's like you know i'm asking our business community like will you hold this vision with us like even in this uncertainty like we're going to hold on to it will you and so um yeah, and then I, like, copied the email and then put it, put it on Facebook, right, and put it on Instagram. Well, when I posted it on Facebook, all of a sudden Facebook popped up and was like, do you want to create a fundraiser? <laughs> and I hadn't even thought about that. Like, I, it hadn't even crossed my mind to do something like that. I had just that day had seen um, a fundraiser that Misfit Studio Um, was doing and Jordan um, Jordan Jordan is the owner there and Jordan is a very dear friend of mine she um, our relationship started she was a student of mine and then she um, did our Ren's Nest uh, teacher yoga you know Ren's Nest kids yoga training with us so she's one of our first Ren's Nest instructors She um, shortly after the training got the opportunity to open Misfits. And I remember when she called me and told me about this and I was just like, Jordan, this is amazing. Like, like do it. (laughs) Like I'm like, like, like I'm all for this and supporting you in this. And um, it's been really cool to see like what she's been creating as well, her and Josh and um, and how our two, two communities, support and collaborate and create, you know, together and we're for one another. And so I had just seen earlier that day that, um, Jordan's mom had done like a birthday fundraiser for misfits, you know, for Jordan. And, um, I saw that Jordan was so close to $5,000 that had been raised and, um, so, and this was even before I wrote the email for Wren's Nest, but so I gave, right? Like I gave to Jordan's fundraiser, to Misfits fundraiser to get them to $5,000. And um, and so, and like, I'm proud of that. You know what I mean? To be yeah. me, like, yeah, like my donation got them to five grand. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and and, so anyway, so that literally happened earlier that day, right? Mm-hmm. And then now I'm sitting down, writing this email, putting this post on Facebook and Facebook asked do you want to create a fundraiser? And so I was like, sure. Like, why not? Like, let's see what happens. Like literally had no expectations. Honestly, I was just like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if people will give. And so created it. It was like at 1130 at night on last Wednesday, July 22nd, I woke up the next day and there was like close to $500 that had been raised. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Wow. And then like, Within less than a day, over $1,000 had been raised. And then um, then within like less than 48 hours, $2,020 was raised in 2020. Like I love numbers and like I, I basically go into the fundraiser one time a day. I go in once to see like, you know, to thank the, do- the donors who I call miracle makers, to thank them and just to like do my shout out post. And so one time a day I go in and at this moment when I went in the donations am- amounts, it was $2,020 in 2020. And I was like, get out. That's amazing. You know? And for me, it was this, like, it was, it represented to me, right? Like to hold the vision of expect a miracle for Ren's nest at Savannah West and for the families within the community to be able to serve them in this way. And, um, and then like, as of today, I checked this morning, um, and we've had we, and I don't know. I, I, like I said, this is from this morning, but we had sixty-one donors, and three thousand three hundred and eighty dollars has been raised wow. within, like not. It hasn't even been a full week yet, and so it's been. Um, it's given me such hope. You know what I mean, like, and I feel so um, a part of community. You know, like to see that all i needed to do was ask for help like, that's all i needed to do yeah. and um and i did and then and people are are like so willing like to do what they can you know to be like we are a part of saving nest at Savannah West, and we are a part of Expect a Miracle, and we want this for our community and for our family, and they're a part of it. Like, they're woven into, you know, like, into this miracle that's happening, and um, a few days after the fundraiser had started, I got this idea, like, you know, because our goal is 5000 and I put 5000 because, you know, Misfits, they did it. So it's like, cool. If Misfits can do it, we can do it too. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing. Like when, when, when you see someone doing something that's like, wow, that's awesome. It, it just gives you permission to do it as well. You know what I mean? Like to be inspired by what they're doing. Right. So I was super inspired by what Misfits and Melissa, Jordan's mom and what Jordan and Josh are doing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to put that as our goal as well. And, and honestly, that, that $5,000, it covers four months of rent. You know, it covers March, April, July, and August, you know? And so it's like, that would be amazing, you know what I mean, to be able to have those funds, um, to have that support when we haven't had revenue generated since March. And, um, but I got this idea, I'm like, you know what? If we're able to raise over $5,000, we're going to create a Expect a Miracle Yoga Scholarship Award for families who want to be a part of Wren's Nest, but maybe they've been held back because they are having financial hardships. Um, and so anything that's raised above the 5000 will be used for the scholarship award that's so that cool. is going to be paying it back into the into the families and into the communities yeah
0: that's so cool so
1: it's exciting
0: <laughs> well that is wow see that's the thing is you no know, when people think about you know businesses shutting down and um just the general covid situation that we're in we we don't hear these personable stories so they they almost sound abstract we you know, everyone has their own thoughts and, and feelings about the situation. But just just hearing the, the, you know, the compassion in your voice and the, you know, the expect a miracle, you know, the the whole the whole thing. I mean, it, it's it's profound.
1: Thank you. I you know, it's um, it's it's stirred up a lot of life in me because I can say that, like, you know, as time keeps going on where like our business is shut down I mean it really was like it was so challenging you know and um and and it's not like me to to like just be like okay I'm peacing out, you know and that's not even what that was you know yeah. what I mean like it wasn't when I made that choice it wasn't that but it's like um I think you know I, and what's amazing about the story too is that like I did have so much clarity on that was the step to take but then to see how the community responded and how they really came around us and it 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 woke up life in me you know and it woke up hope in me and it and it woke up this like like don't give up you know what yeah. I mean like we like we've got this and the possibility of you know of of being able to if we, you know, make this financial investment for July and August, we have more time for the miraculous to happen. And so, um, yeah, that, you know, that that's what happened. And then, like I said, even the fundraiser, how that like, wasn't even on my radar for us to do, but when Facebook asked, I'm like, sure. Yeah, Yeah, let's do it. You know? And then, and, and then the community and what's so cool too, is that people from around the world are giving, Like, that's what I love about this too. It's not just, I mean, yes, there are people in our community that are giving and there's Rinsness families that are giving, but I mean, like my colleagues from when I worked in Los Angeles in the film industry, you know, like they're giving Um, people around the world are giving, you know, uh, it's just like people in the yoga community, like other yoga studio owners are giving and they're, they're in a place of need as well. And, that's even, I think, a part of the story too. Like, you know, like when I saw Jordan's fundraiser and I saw she was, you know, close to 5,000 and it's like, there was something in me that's like, I want to be a part of this for Misfits and for Jordan and I want to get her to 5,000, right? And I and I gave in a place of need. And I, th- even like, even when I have a need, yeah. right? And that's what I see other people are doing as well. Like for this Expect a Miracle Rin's Nest fundraiser is that, you know, there's yoga studio owners that I know have the same needs that I do, and they're giving. And there's power in that. Like, there there are, everything is energy, right? And the energy of that is just incredible. And I know that it creates a ripple effect throughout, um, like, throughout our families, throughout the world. It, it, it just goes, like, so bigger than what we can even imagine or think. And, um, and I feel truly just awakened like during all of this and and I just I'm so thankful. (laughs) I just am filled with gratitude because I'm like you I feel like the community gave me hope. You know, like when I was like feeling like I was losing hope. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I got reinvigorated with hope by the kindness and generosity of people.
0: Wow. Yeah that (laughs) that is so so true and so deep. I I'm gonna be honest. I was not I went into this, not expecting all the, all of this. And I, it, it's like I said, it, it truly is engulfing of, of emotion and just so invigorating of a story. Thank um, you. I did want to talk about, um, um, well, first of all, if anyone up to this point, so the, it's the expect a miracle fundraiser on um, it's on your Facebook, correct?
1: Yes. Um, so you can go to my personal page, Katie Page, and I do an update every day there, so people can see it. And then um, I'm sure if people also typed in, you know, expect a miracle, Ren's nest, that I imagine the fundraiser would pull up. But they, yeah, if they go to like my Facebook page or go to the Ren's nest Facebook page, um, they they should be able to find it. Awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. So by the time this uh, episode drops, which will be the seventh, um, there should be a few days left. So if anyone's listening, that's you got plenty of time. <laughs> to yeah. jump into it.
1: And you know what's cool too about August 11th. So the reason why we chose August 11th as um, our end date for the fundraiser that is um, my husband Jeff and my it's our 13th wedding anniversary. Wow. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's significance in that. And we were like, what an awesome day, you know, to expect a miracle to celebrate 13 years of marriage. And then also to, um, have like this expect a miracle fundraiser like culminate on that day as well.
0: You really are a numbers girl.
1: I am. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am.
0: Um, so talking about, uh, the studio in general, um, I was, the one thing I was going to ask, so like with yoga being so immense in growth over the past, you know, five to 10 years, even, um, so I'm sure some parents are going to ask and, you know, I, this is no, there's no offense. I'm just, you know, trying to ask the questions, um, why yoga for kids?
1: Yeah. So, um, yo, I mean, when, so yoga came into my life when I was in Los Angeles, um, I was a former collegiate athlete. I, I ran track and cross country for about like 12 years competitively. Wow. And, um, and when I graduated in 2005 and I started working, I like stopped training and I really wasn't able to find anything that um, challenged me like physically and mentally and, and I was missing it, you know? And so years went by and then yoga came into my life and um. 2012, and I loved it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. like I, I, I actually was on, um, I was working on, I A&E, was working um, on Annie, Annie's intervention, and I was in the casting department. And for six months, the um, casting producers invited me to yoga. They would go to yoga like for lunch every day, and I was just like, no, 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 like I'm not into yoga. I don't want to do yoga, you know. And I was just like politely like you know reject them every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, um, thankfully they were pleasantly persistent and every day they would ask me. And so for six months, they like asked me and finally I said like, yeah, I'll come with you. And so I went and I went into this class and I had no idea what I was doing. Like, um, I didn't even know if you took off your shoes and your socks, right? You know, like I'm a runner. So I'm like, when I work out, I, you know, wear shoes and socks, right? Yeah. And, um, And I didn't know, like, I walk into the room, didn't know, like, what the thing, like, the prop. I mean, they're props now, but I didn't know what those were. Um, But I just went into, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to have fun. And I'm just up to, like, do do something new. And um, I had no idea, like, what the teacher, like, when she was calling certain poses, but I just would look around, and I saw what they were doing. And I loved it. I just, like, had so much fun. It was, like, a Hatha um, flow class. And Um, at the end of class, I remember I was laying there and I felt so much love and it was just like, it was the thing that I had been searching for all these years after running, like, you know, at, at like the elite level that I was running and competing, I felt like, man, I just got an amazing workout. I had like that, um, mental challenge. I feel at peace. And now I'm just like receiving and feeling this love. And I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah.
1: And so, um, you know, and I was, I guess, how old would I have been then? I might've, I don't know, 30, 29. I don't know. I can't remember now how old I was in 2012, but, um, but anyway, I was in my late twenties. Right. And so I, think, and, and, and then I started like practicing and I got introduced to Baptiste yoga, which is an amazing practice. And, um, you know, Rinsness is a Baptiste affiliate kids and family yoga studio. And so, um, we, um, I was just like, man, I wish I would have known about yoga when I was younger, you know, like if I knew about yoga when I was running, you know, the 80 miles per hour a week training, like this would have. Helped me from injuries, and you know, and just would sure. have me, and so many different facets, like mentally and feeling, um, you know, like in college, like dealing with anxiety or the pressure, all of that. And so, um, I saw like how important it is to be introduced to yoga at a young age and the benefits that it that it gives to people. And then um, we moved from LA um, to. Greensboro, which is where I'm from. I was born and raised here. And then when I left for college, I was gone for 13 years, lived in Indiana, Atlanta, Fort Lauderdale, Los Angeles, and then came back to Greensboro. Right. And I'm kind of like, what the hell am I going to do with myself now? Like, I've been doing film, you know, like travel the world, making kids films, worked at like, you know, universal pictures and focus features made like Oscar award-winning films, all these things. And it's like, now I live in Greensboro and what am I going to do with myself? Like, no idea, right? And um, so we were here for like 10 months. And then um, I found, uh, actually my husband found something on Groupon for Dancing Dogs Yoga, which is the first Baptist affiliate studio um, here in Greensboro. And um, I went the very first day and I loved it. It was like, it was a power vinyasa flow. And um, long story short, I became their ambassador within two weeks. Um, I got, got to do their first um, yoga teacher training. They brought me on as their studio manager. Um, and then I, you know, I have a heart for kids and, and I've worked with kids. And like I said, I had even made children's films and things like that. And so um, Libby, the owner was like, hey, how about you head up like kids yoga? And I was like, I'd love to. <laughs> and so I just like started creating, you know, I like went online and kind of found some things and started like working with kids. And this was in like January of 2014. And it took off. Like I was having a blast. The kids loved it. And I was just like, wow, like, this is what I want to do, you know, like, um no. and then I got, I was on, when I was doing my research for like building these classes, I came across this studio um, called the little yoga house and they were in Austin. And they had a kids and family boutique yoga studio. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I was like, I'd never heard of anything like that. And I was like, that's what I want to do. And um, so in Let's see, yeah, so I just kind of started like you know dreaming about that, you know, and um and then i I got pregnant with with Sophia Wren, like as all of this was happening, I got pregnant with her, We found out in January of two thousand and fourteen she was born in August of two thousand and fourteen, and she's our miracle baby, like I was told I wouldn't be able to have kids, and um, there's so many amazing stories about about that, which is probably for another podcast, but um <laughs> but um. <laughs> Anyway, um, while I was pregnant with her, you know, really what stirred up in me was just like, what do I want to create for my child? You know, like, like I had this really deep fear to create something that I could build and create with, with my child. And, um, so she was born and my world just like opened up, um, in an amazing way, like having her in my life. And when she was about 10 months old, I was working at Lulu I was one of their, um, managers for the friendly shopping, the friendly shopping center store. Like I was a part of that, the managing yeah. team that opened that store. And what I love about Lulu is that they, one of their core values is vision and goals. And so like, going through the whole training with them, you know, when they're bringing on new um, team members, you go through this, like, vision and goal session. And it was powerful. And um, at the time, I was, obsessed, like, I was kind of in the thick of, like, postpartum depression and anxiety, even at, like, 10 months. Um, but, and so it was one of those things where I remember they're asking me to think about what I wanted for my life in 10 years. And I'm, like... <laughs> Like, girl, I can't even think five minutes from now. You know, I'm like, I got a shower today and I showed up on time to work. Like, and that, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's progress. And you're asking me right now to think 10 years ahead. Like, are you crazy? You know, that's like what I was thinking when we're like doing these exercises. But like, I did it. And even though I did it a little bit reluctantly and kind of like, I don't even know, like, you know, but I, I remember and I, I still have like this vision and goals. Like the goals that I made, it's still on my um, refrigerator, and um, and on that I had that I would you know open a kids and family yoga studio. That was one of my goals, and um, and so anyway, a couple months after that passed, and I was at home journaling, and I was journaling about Ren's Nest. Like this was when like the name was coming to me, and I was really like getting the vision of what Ren's Nest would be and how we would serve families and the community. Yeah, And I always thought like, well, in order to open a business, like you have to have it all together and you have to have lots of money and you've got to have, you know, like all these like things, you know, that I like thought that had to be in place in order to even like step into something like that. And I was sitting in my living room and um, I looked over and I was like, because I put the, I put the goal for five years from that date. So this was in. 2014 right or 2015 2015 and so I put this on my on my goal list for 2020 and I remember thinking Katie what are you doing like why are you putting this five years like from now like why aren't you like starting to live into this now you know and um and I looked over into our like other part of our living room and I was like, you know, if I take out all of the furniture, we could paint the walls, we could put up these curtains to divide the space, and I could make a yoga room. And I could, I could create Ren's Nest. And so that's what I did. Like, I remember I went in, I talked to Jeff about it, and I was like, I want to put in my two-week notice to Lululemon. <laughs> and I want to <laughs> open, open Ren's Nest out of our home, you know? <laughs> and my husband was like cool like okay I mean I'm sure I think (laughs) his response was kind of like looking at me like are you crazy you know like but then he knows me he knows that like when I get ideas (laughs) yeah he knows like to just like move with it because because it's gonna happen whether he says yes or no kind of thing you know but um but anyway no he he was definitely he was like I I think like this uh," he's like I feel life on this let's like let's do it so I went in and I gave my two week notice to Lululemon and and then I started taking like these small steps, you know. Like I um, I joined um the Elon Business Clinic, like it's a small business clinic, and um, and that it's amazing. So for any of you that are listening that are like, how do I even start a, a business or what do I do? Like, reach out to Elon Small Business Clinic. Um, it is a complimentary service that they provide to people in our community, um, that fall under a certain financial bracket. And, um, so it, it really, it's a service to the community. Right. And, um, so I like was doing the clinic and going into these like awesome business workshops that they would teach us about, you know, um, just all kinds of things, you know, and then they partnered with me in forming Nest LLC. And, um, so it was a really amazing experience that I got to work with Elon students, you know, the law students there and was partnered with John Flynn, who's um, the, um, you know, the, the head over that department and, um, and an amazing lawyer within our community. And his wife also is a yoga um, owner. And so he like knew, you know, it was just like amazing, these divine connections that were that God was like like connecting me to you know and so Rinsness was created in October of 2015 and we did our first yoga class in my home on December 22nd of 2015 which was my dad's birthday and um and it just went from there like I created uh partnerships within the community like with Bower Park and uh, the Greensboro Children's Museum, went into schools like Greensboro Montessori School or B'nai Shalom. We worked with VF Corporation, with Ralph Lauren, um, all kinds of places, you know what I mean? And we just took yoga like to kids and to families and, and, and we got the name, you know, we, we built like the Rinsness community that way. And then people came to our home, you know, we had families come to our house and we could get about like 15 to 20 packed in you know and like when we do our kids classes we're in a circle so um and we just have so much fun playing yoga and so we had families at our home and and um and then you you know you heard the story about how then it opened up for us with the studio space um Burlington but that was like the the vision you know was like build up to that and so why I share that part of my story is that you know like if you have an idea or you your desire is to open a business and to serve in that capacity to for the community like take those small actionable steps now for you to live into that it doesn't have to look like anyone's other path you know like um and just like start in the now you know and do it and notice when you have those kind of like limiting thoughts that are like oh I can't do this now because blah 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 like that's usually a limiting belief you know and so it's like really like think on that and it's like well is that true like can I really not do this because of that or could I like what's the possibility what's on the other side of that and so that allowed me you know to actually start Ren's Nest in 2015 rather than waiting until 2020 yeah we've you know been able to be a part of the community for five years now um which is amazing you know like it's it's cool like i get to i get to share yoga with you know mamas who are pregnant and then i get to see these little babies then they bring in their little babies right and then they become toddlers and then they become these little yogis and now they're like youthful flowers you know what i mean i get to see them grow up and um it's cool like, getting to see these kids that I've worked with since they were two, you know, and now they're, you know, older, you know what I mean? Like yeah. how they're sharing yoga and their schools and their families. It, it, It's cool. I actually, I have a story. If we have time about one student, um, do we have time for this? Story, yeah. Tyler? Go okay. for it. So one of my very first students, um, he, um, Olson Richards is his name. And um, so, and this was actually before I opened Ren's Nest, but he was one of the kids that came to the classes um, that I off the kids classes that I offered at dancing dogs. And I remember when I did those classes, it was Olson and one other little girl. So I just like worked with the two of them and they were just like the most precious kids. Like they took in everything that I taught them. Um, And so anyway, I just remember always really loving, like working with, with them and and specifically with Olson. And, um, so years passed and I'm at a friend's wedding and, um, at the wedding, I run into Olson's mom and she was actually one of the ministers for the wedding, which was really cool. And she was like, Katie, I have this story to tell you about Olson. And she was like, so he, this was when he was, I think either in, I think he was in first grade at the time and he was at school and they were about to have a little quiz or something like that. And he was like, mom, so I'm sitting at my desk and I'm feeling this angst in my body. That's what he said. (laughs) First, I feel angst in my body. And, um, and he was like, and so I, I went up to the teacher and I asked like, can I lead the class through a meditation so that we can calm our bodies? And so she said, yes, Olson, like you can like do that. And so all the kids got out of their chairs and he had them circle, make a circle. And he led them through a breathing meditation. And this teacher had taken pictures and sent it to Olson's mom. And, and then, and then Greer, his mom is showing me these pictures. Like, and it's the, it's like the, like the coolest thing ever, you know? Um, And then, and then they, he led them through the meditation and all the kids were like eyes closed. They're like, you know, listen, like following Olson. And then they go back to their desk and they take the the quiz. And the teacher said um, it was the highest scored quiz that they had like ever had in the class, and so wow. you know it's it's like things like that, you know. And like I hear stories also of like moms will reach out and just say, you know, e- even after one class, one Rinsness class, that like their child who has high levels of anxiety, that they are that the tools that they learn in class that they're calming their bodies and like that they're, you know, able to to just like be more relaxed at home and also at school. And I'm just like, wow, like that's profound. You know what I mean? To think like from one class, they got that. And, you know, we can also be working with kids and it can look like they're not engaged, you know? Like, but the thing is, is that when you're in this space, whether it looks like you're engaged or not, you're receiving from it, right? Like, and they are, they're engaged. And so some of the parents afterwards, you know, will be like, oh it looks like my kid you know like my child wasn't really engaged and I'm like give it some you know like give it some time but also notice like if when you're when you go home like is your child singing the songs or doing some of the activities and like every time the kid is doing it you know what I mean like yeah. they are receiving it whether it looks like they're engaged or not and they're taking it in and um and I'm like proud to be a part of these children's lives and, and um, in um this way because it's like you know these kids they're getting tools that are going to equip them um, throughout their life you know as they are in their childhood and then they enter into their youth and then they enter into their adulthood like this is the next generation and they're being they're being like equipped and empowered um, with mindfulness and with meditation and with community and. And the skills that we teach them through yoga.
0: Yeah, well, let me tell you what—it's uh, not just for the kids. It is—it is, it is generally refreshing just to hear the ultimate like perseverance and the the backstory and creation of the, the pride and joy that you know you and your husband and the whole Wren's Nest community has has been. This is this has been a uh, very refreshing. Uh, interview podcast for me I'm gonna be honest
1: thank you so much I've like thank you I've like I'm so like grateful that you asked me to share my story um this is really special so thank you so much Tyler and it's been it's been a pleasure getting to connect with you
0: yeah it is it has definitely been fun and I will be go ahead and say that having that demolition was a blast (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it, you guys worked so hard. I like we would not have been able to do it without the Smiley Boys. I mean, it was incredible. Thank you so much, and um, yeah, and I know Jeff had a blast with you guys. And then, <laughs> and then, what, what I went to Tangent and got you guys tacos. And
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's another that's another uh, thing because we never had Tangent tacos before. Oh,
1: you yeah, hadn't Tangent, right? Yeah, I got you Tangent tacos. I got you beer. It was awesome. <laughs> (laughs) 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 um I do want to say I don't know if I shared this yet and I'll make this quick but um and if I already said this then, then cool but I was like I can't leave this podcast without saying this but my daughter her name is Sophia Wren and Wren's Nest is named after her so she she really has been like the inspiration for what, what we've created. And, um, it's cool. Like she turned six on August 24th. And, um, you know, she asked me every day, like, when's Rins Nest opening? You know, she's just so excited to like get back into the space and be with the kids. And, um, but it's, it's really, it's amazing to see like this vision that I had all the way back from 2013 and 2014, that it's coming to pass, you know, and that, she's a part of it. She's been creating with us. She was a part of like the build out for the studio. And, um, she, she gives ideas, you know, all of that, like this vision that I had six, seven years ago, you know, cause really it was when I was, you know, like pregnant with her as well. Um, that it's, it's, it's happening, you know? So that's why it's like, whatever vision you have, like, just take those small steps towards it ask for the help that you need and like find your tribe of people that are going to come around you and um, they're going to like lock arms with you and do this thing. You know what I mean? Cause like, like I said, even with you guys, like with the Smiley family, like coming and doing the demo, I mean all day, you guys worked all day on that and we couldn't have done it without you.
0: Well, I think uh, compared to everything that you guys have put into it, it was very, very minuscule, but we <laughs> are very, very obliged to well, do anything else that you guys need.
1: Well, thank you. Well, we love your family and we love what you guys are up to and what you create in our community and I'm just, um, I'm honored to be a part of it. So thank you so much for having me.
0: You're very much welcome. Um, guys, That, like I said, Katie, I thank you so much for being on the pod. This was uh, a very very enlightening, very refreshing uh, viewpoint. Um, I loved every minute, minute of it and we're going to definitely have to get you on because I have a feeling that you have so much more story to tell.
1: <laughs> Anytime. Just let me know.
0: <laughs> guys, you guys can check out uh, Katie Page and Ren's Nest on Facebook. It's uh, wrensnest.yoga. On Instagram, it's wrensnestyoga. Um, if you're ever in the Burlington, North Carolina area, it is on 1143 St. Mark's Church Road, Suite G. And then... What date are you guys opening the Greensboro location?
1: Mid September is the goal.
0: Okay, mid yeah. September, guys. That'll be that'll be coming right around the corner.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're it's right, it's right here.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Um, thank you again, Cade, for being on, guys. Thank you again for listening. This is another episode of Cooler Conversations. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whichever the heck you're listening to, um, and then follow us on Instagram. Hope you have a great one. Later.
2: Yay!